A few follow-ups. Before I move on to the second half of Act One, I wanted to follow up on a few things from last week's reading and commentary. First, in my post about Coquelin, I misspoke at one point. Instead of saying the thousandth performance was interrupted to pay him tribute, I said the hundredth, which didn't make much sense. I hope you are able to decipher my error, but I wanted to correct it explicitly here. Second, last week I pointed out the double entendre in the line, He is the lad with the long sword. Someone in our group asked me if that was a touch added to the translation by Brian Hooker, or whether it was there in the original. I think I have an answer. The line in French is, C'est un garçon versé dans les colichemards, which translates as, He is a man well-versed in colichemards. I looked up colichemards, and they are swords known for their very long and tapering blade. So, indeed, I think the wordplay is there in Rostand's verses. Finally, I wanted to explain some lines that I only just came to understand for the first time since my last commentary, because I read the Anthony Burgess translation side by side with ours. They are the lines that Cyrano addresses to the noble ladies in the boxes. In Hooker's version, he says, Fair ladies, shine upon us like the sun, blossom like the flowers around us, be our songs, heard in a dream, make sweet the hour of death, smiling upon us as you close our eyes, inspire, but do not try to criticize. My mistake was in ascribing the object. Criticize what? The meaning is much clearer in the Burgess version, and I have confirmed that his is faithful to the original French. It reads, Ladies of rank and beauty, shiners, enchanters, take it as your duty to inspire a poem or epigrammatic witticism, but keep your pretty paws off dramatic criticism. In other words, Cyrano is saying, Be our muses, inspiring our verses. Don't try to be literary critics. In that sense, it echoes the arrogance of his line to the gentleman, the poetry of borrow being worth zero or less. This is also a good opportunity to justify my choice of translation. I think this example, at least, shows that though Burgess's lines may rhyme, Hooker is a superior poet. <laughs> 